Yeah, talking about liquidiv.com, promo code Nooners at checkouts. You see us drinking it on the show every single day. Where would we be, Japes, without Liquid IV in our lives? Dehydrated, we'd have headaches, we'd be tired, yeah. exhausted. Yep. Not be able to get through the day, get through work. We'd be sick all the time. I'd be hungover. <laughs> Every single day. Love the liquid IV. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks out there, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. It's just a little tiny stick full of powder. Pop it in 16 ounces of water. You're good to go. What's your reckon, Jabes? Double or triple hydrated? I would say double. I'd say triple. What? Nay. I'll say triple today. Huge fan of Liquid IV. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration. With Liquid IV, get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. Yeah! Talking about expressvpn.com slash Nooners. Love ExpressVPN. You've got to have a VPN in today's world or you're not living your life right, brother. People are going to start stealing your passwords, all your bank info, everything. And I know most of you are probably thinking, uh, why don't you just use incognito mode? Let me tell you something. Incognito mode doesn't hide your activity. Doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browsing history, your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why when I'm at home, I never go online without using Express VPN. Huge fan. I've had it for years. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all of your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on. It runs seamlessly in the background uh, of all my computers and my laptops and my phones, and it's super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button, and you're protected. ExpressVPN is available on all your devices, like I was saying, phones, computers, uh, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you not to be using it right now. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit my exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash nooners, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash nooners. Expressvpn.com slash nooners. Head there to learn more. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross Patterson Revolution! Brought to you by BlackRifleCoffee.com Welcome! 
So the Ross Patterson Revolution. We got a big show today. Huge. Huge show. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna flip it over to Jables. There she is. You don't have to. There she is. The the people <sighs> don't. They can just. I can be heard and not seen. I, uh, look. Uh, As you tell me all the time. I I you know my rule on it. Sure. Um, and heard not seen. Uh, oh you, yes. Use your inside voice. I say that a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, if I clap my hands twice. Yes. Um, that means I want food. Right. So. Another thing you always say is that I am to nibble in public, but a lady only dines in private. <laughs> and I wasn't, you know, I don't like that. one. You know, I don't like that one. Right. Because I love to eat and I'm not ashamed to shovel something in my face oh, in public. Boy. You got, you got me early this morning. <laughs> you got me. <laughs> What do you mean? It's what you say to me all the time. Oh, that's great. I, could you imagine if I did? I, it's how it used to be. The uproar. It, it's the way it, sh- it, it should be. Listen, um, yeah. Those so were simpler better times. Better times. Better those times. Those were simpler times. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. There was a hierarchy. Uh-huh. Um, there was a caste system. And, Just made uh, sense. You know, yeah. everybody knew where they stood. They knew what they were allowed yep. to do. You and, bet. you know, there's none of this... Uh, me too. Time's up. You know, none of that shit. <laughs> like, none of that, there's no protesting. There was nothing no, back then. No voting. Yeah, no. you had to ask to leave the house. Yeah, sure. Yeah, voting, uh, driving was sure. was often frowned upon. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's you know it's funny you brought that up. Uh, one of my best friends, you Evan, Evan. Hafer, oh yes, yeah. he sleeps in separate beds. He has for two and a half years. Um, I get it. Strictly, he's got two kids. Yep. And he's like, dude, I like to work late. Uh, she's a light sleeper. If I wake her up, it's, mm-hmm. it's game over. And he's been doing it for about two years and says he like it's it's changed their marriage. Yeah, I think they're a little farther along in their marriage. Are they? How, how long I don't married? know. I think they've been married longer. Mm. Maybe than us. Not sure. Maybe. But um, Maybe. I mean, I, I think eventually you get there. You know, the romance is gone. Sure, sure, yeah. <laughs> no. You just need to put two single beds so in. You just need to like... Go old school. Yeah. Do your work. Do you know what I mean? Like, what is going to be the best thing for me to get my work done yeah. and you to get your work yeah. done? Lucy and Desi. Yeah, it's Lucy for us Desi. not to be together. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. All the time. Ugh. Boy, that would be a strain, wouldn't it? Wouldn't that be amazing? Oh, uh, gosh. If mm. we could just, just completely separate God, lives. I'd get so much done. Done. I know. Wouldn't you? Like work-wise, you know, if I didn't have to deal with you every fucking family <laughs> thing that just like gets in the way of productivity. Yeah, it's crazy, right? Um, mm. These kids, these, these kids, kids. too much know? time. What am I going to do? Too much time. I'd like to start off the top of the show um, by addressing the Alabama UGA game. Do it. We were live the other nights. We were recording during the, the, the middle of that game. And it was, I, I, I was flipping over to it um, on the old computer door. Sure. Snooze fest. Yeah. Snooze fest. 13 to zero. Georgia was up at halftime. I, everybody online was saying this is one of the most boring games they've ever seen. Uh, what, what we didn't know um, was that Nick Saban, the coach of Alabama, was going to empty his entire bench um, full of freshmen. Yeah. yeah. Well, that too. He emptied his entire ball sack that all over night, Georgia. For sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what happened? Because I went, we, we finished recording and then I went downstairs and ended up watching the rest of it because it was on super fucking late. I don't think that game ended till close to 1231 in the morning, which was 
for a college football game was late, but it went in overtime. Right. He emptied his entire bench and played all freshmen. Freshmen who had never seen the field essentially before. So I'm talking quarterback, wide receivers, running back, just not giving a fuck. I thought it appeared to me that he was just kind of giving up and was maybe trying to get these kids some experience. Uh, little did, did we know that they ended up coming back and beating Georgia in one of the most devastating losses of all time. If it wasn't enough, if, if you're, because chances are if you're a Georgia fan, you're, you're probably a Falcons fan too. Right. Those are two of the worst losses for a Georgia team that you can take in one year. And uh, boy, did, had no idea as we were recording live. I was like, eh, this game is over. It was one I know. Of the, it was one of the ugliest games I've ever seen. So though. I was surprised when I woke up yeah. for it to be like such a devastating thing. It was one of the ugliest games I've ever seen because it, it seemed like a, a, in the second half, like a spring scrimmage, which, you know, you use all of your bench and you use all of your freshmen to see what they could potentially do. In no means do they ever usually see the field, um, especially in the national championship in the second half. I've never seen anything like that in my life. Um, but yeah, uh, ugly game. There were no winners there, uh, except for Nick Saban. Nick Saban is, uh, fuck man, that guy just keeps doing it. And I'll get some more on him later. Because uh, look, I, I, I will say after that game, he, he has to go down as the greatest college football coach of all time. Is it pretty to watch? No. But sure. uh, he, he certainly is the best. And what he's able to do with that, and I don't want to say lack of talent on the offensive side, but Alabama's never had a great offense for 100 fucking years. And um, to win five titles in nine years in a, this crazy, weird, boring route, uh, except for the national championship where he emptied his bench and played people he's never played before, um, is, a, is a wild feat. And uh, I, I've never seen anything like it. Nor is anybody else. Uh, but we'll get to the sponsors uh, who pay for this whole fucking thing to be on the air. Sure. Uh, first and foremost, we're talking about BlackRifleCoffee.com. Uh, BlackRifleCoffee.com. Uh, they're our chief sponsor for all of 2018. They got the K-Cups. These are, my, these are my jam right here. This is just black, and they got uh, caffeinated as fuck. Those are two of my faves. Um, they also got some sweet apparel. I've got their uh, rocking their, their, uh, their hoodies all the time and their, and their tees um, all the fucking time. Big, big fan of uh, BlackRifleCoffee.com. Um, we've been getting a subscription of the Month Club for them for, I don't know, a year. So the fact that they came on and sponsored it is, uh, is a dream come true. Um, they're a premium roast to order coffee company. Uh, home base is out of Salt Lake City. Love it. Yeah. And uh, I've, I got to, I've been there many of the times, got to see them make the coffee. It really is fresh. They're not rebagging the shit. And, uh, and they're veteran owned, which is fucking awesome. So go to blackriflecoffee.com. Um, get yourself a subscription of the month and join the coffee club. Type in the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. Can't say how much we love those guys at blackriflecoffee.com. Next up, we got straightrazors.com. Straightrazors.com. These little guys, dude. Boom, boom. These these little handy men. Look at how nice that looks. I know. Uh, You you think, like, you watch, like, Dollar Shave Club and shit like that online, and you're like, all right, how how great are are, are these going to be against Dollar 
Dollar Shave Club. Oh, Dollar Shave Club kind of sucks. It's garbage. Dollar Shave Club is is fucking trash. I, I don't is known to be trash actually. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Like I just don't get down on that shit, man. Um, I like I use good razors because it's the one thing. If you have a bad shave, fucks up the rest of your day and week. Like I, I've had a couple, you know, real bad shaves in my life where it, I mean, it, it fucked up my face forever. Yeah, not anymore. Uh, straightrazors.com has got the premier shaving equipment in the biz. If you're a dude, you got to go there. Uh, they got beard oils, uh, mustache waxes. Uh, they got shampoo and conditioner, which is amazing. Their aftershave is ranked number one in the world, and so is their cologne. It's called Smolder. I highly recommend it. Go to straightrazors.com. Type in the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. Get yourself a kit. Last but not least, we're talking about Strikeforce Energy at that Boom, 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 boom. Oh, I like that, James. I yeah, like that a lot today. Blowing it up. Yeah, you got a lot of energy. A lot, <laughs> a lot of hype. A lot of hype. I don't. I'm today. trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. Oh, you're good. Hey, listen. You're good. Uh, go to strikeforceenergy.com. It's, uh, it's, it's time to get rid of the can, kids. Cans are over. You can kick the can. They got four original flavors. Um, we're talking about uh, uh, Make America Grape again. They got original. They got orange. They got lemon. They got everything. They got a fucking 750 milliliter bottle that just rests on your countertop or bar top. You just pop a couple of squirts in your drink and boom, boom, you're on your way to go. Uh, it's a tasty, tiny little tin pouch. Packets are, fuck, 99 cents. Uh, a box of them is only like $9.95. And they ship everywhere in the entire world. They also have a subscription month club, which we have, um, which is a real nice goddamn thing. Listen, anything that you can put on subscription, like in this busy I know, life, I know. do it. Because it just makes everything easier. I promise, promise. A lot of people don't understand that. Um, I would look I, because I, it's for a like, while I wasn't on that train, the subscription of the month club train, because I was like, I don't want this shit coming to my house, getting a backlog or whatever. It doesn't actually. I find myself like in particular with Black Rifle. I found myself waiting for it where it's just like, definitely oh, shit. like I, we're like, oh, I should have ordered more. Even. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, we drink a lot of coffee in this house. I also drink a lot of strike force. So right. Got both and uh, we're good to go. Um, speaking of that game, by the way, there was a man who killed his wife over that game. You get it, though, Which, right? Uh, I 100% get it. Some, I knew you would get it. Some people were outraged online. They were like, oh, God. Look at he do it. Why is he so cruel? I don't understand. Well, he killed her, right? He did, but... Uh, so look, I get that uh, outrage a little bit. She you probably don't... changed it right when that, that kick, the, the <laughs> horrific kicker from Alabama <laughs> missed his ninth field goal from 30 yards. Because <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be honest, that game way over. <laughs> Wait, God, I can't even imagine. That's why doing that game that. was so sloppy. Like Georgia had no offense in the second half. Alabama's kicker was missing thirty-yard field goals by like a mile. It wasn't even like, oh man, he just barely missed it. No, I mean he was missing field goals by like thirty yards to the left and right. And you were you were watching this game. And you were like, fuck, how bad can this get? Like this looks like a fucking scrimmage in a in a spring game. Um, and this guy came in. I bet you he was an Alabama fan. He's from Arkansas. So that could go either way. It could be a Georgia fan or Alabama. Sure. He came back in. He was he was smoking a heater on the fucking porch, and uh, you get it, Affleck style, you know. Sure. Winner, Arkansas. Right. Uh, Why not get if, out there? If, if you find his picture online, go to ArkansasOnline.com and pull up this guy's picture. He looks exactly like you picture he he would look. Go to Arkansas online. online. Yeah, they have the article. And, oh, okay. Because uh, it's, look, it's Ar- Arkansas. They've got a, 
They've got a, a very similar thing to a crime corner. It's called Right to Know. Oh, um, I yeah, love yeah, it. Yeah. Um, we are doing a crime corner tonight, aren't we? We are. Yeah. We are. Woo. Um, but this guy, he, smoking a heater, enjoying his fucking life, watching the game, comes back in, his fucking wife Ugh. changed the channel. I'm, I guarantee you it's probably during the second half. So he comes in and he said, what's the score of the game? It's on a commercial. Been there. I don't know. I changed it. Right. Boom. He right. he grabs a knife from the kitchen and starts stabbing her. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Um. Not only is he stabbing her repeatedly, mm-hmm. then he drags the body out into the backyard. Uh. Just get her out of there. I I don't know if he watched the rest of the game or not. Before the police were called. You don't know. Do, what would be your guess? My guess would be he watched the rest sure, of the fucking game. Sure, But I, I would assume like the neighbors heard screaming or something and saw a, a, you know, a body being dragged Listen, out. you never know what their stitch is. They could be in the middle oh, of... Oh, he called. He called. Um, the, the husband actually called the police. He said, Dang. bring the meat wagon and the police. Because <gasps> he just killed his wife. Uh, the meat wagon? Oh, my God. What's a, what's a meat wagon? What's a, is that a, is that that's a corner? Like, yeah. Really? Yeah. I've never heard of the term meat wagon. I just picture that's a wagon for dragging your dick around, you know? Sure. Or just like cows, you know, meat hanging in the, like a cold. Yeah. Bring the meat wagon. Oh. I killed her. Um, oh, yeah. God. Either or, he should have called after the game. If the game meant that much to him, he should have called after the game. But I, I, you, yeah, I totally understand it. There's, I bet there were some other things at play there. Doubt it. No, nope. <laughs> no, nope. no other issues that either. Seemed like a happy couple. Either one of them had. Seemed like a happy sure. couple. Sure. Um, okay. This guy looks like a grommet, missing teeth, the whole shit. Right. Exactly what you picture somebody in Arkansas. Yeah. No offense. Looking like, no offense to Arkansas. Uh, have, you, have you been to Arkansas? No. Oh, I've been. It, the stereotype is real. Okay. Um, and, and there's not, look, there is a, a couple cities, maybe Little Rock, that's like, ah, cool, we have some, you know, stuff. Other sure. than that, it is, that, that's, 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 that's not God's country. It's whatever right. the opposite of that is. Right. Um, Devil's Playground. Yeah. <laughs> that's a lot to endure. <laughs> yeah. Arkansas is a lot to endure. Isn't that, uh, oh, no, the, no, the Ozarks is in Missouri. Yeah. But uh, yeah, hey, you're right on the border there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm assuming happy couple. Sure. Never had an argument. Sounds like it. This was probably the first time I look, I, I understand his, his rage here. Um, I wanted I to do this the do. other night to you when you were recorded, uh, a desperate, not a, t- I always call them desperate housewives, which should they be, are. it's the same. They're thirsty. Yeah. Um, what is it? The, uh, real housewives of, mm-hmm. of everywhere. Yep. You had recorded a 30 pack marathon. No, I didn't. No, yep. I didn't. I, I recorded shows. three just to have on deck if anything Fuck. should go down. I'm watching the game. I, same thing. <laughs> it's, I wasn't smoking a heater, but I went to take a piss and uh, I come back in and the channel had flipped. And I, was I didn't like, do it, though. It was automatically. Like, I didn't know that was going to happen. Right. We, and we have Dish, which uh, I love, by the way. Big fan of Dish. Huge. Um, you can record, I don't know, five shows at a time. So imagine my surprise when five shows were recording at the same time huh, and then uh-huh. it flipped over f- from the game to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I, I got to be honest. We were, we were real close to an incident like this. <laughs> I definitely, I think, told you to calm down. Yeah. 
Yeah, I was, I was like, I you was, can fucking calm down. Like, nope. I'll fi- I'll figure nope. it out. I got it back to the channel, and I was like, you will be fine. I, I, I didn't know if I was going to be or not. You're still I, talking about it. I know. I know this. I missed a score. I missed the score of the, um, of the game. And I apologize. It was, uh, you know what it was? It was the Ohio State-USC game in the, in the Cotton Bowl. I was watching that. Pish posh. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, fuck, we're about to score. What's going on? And then that happened. Um, you know, there's some fucking girl with 90 surgeries uh-huh. just, just screaming, I don't know why he's taking my kids. Right. I don't know why. I know why he's taking your, your goddamn kids because you're a nightmare. Sure. You're a fucking nightmare. Mm-hmm. Um, missed that score. And literally, I started going around the kitchen looking for knives. Yeah. You know? Call the meat wagon. That's where I was God. at. Call the fucking that meat is wagon. hard fucking core, dude. Oof. If you know to call the meat wagon, though, do you know that, that, like, that that's what they're there for? I've never heard of that fucking term. I, d- I don't know. I've, Has, I've, is he friends with somebody else who's, who's been killed or murdered? Maybe that's a he's specific like, request. You maybe know? he's in the industry, if you will. I don't know. I don't right. know what industry he's in. If you, again, if you pull up his picture, um, I, I, I can't take a guess at that industry. Okay. Uh, he's in the killing field is what he's in. Uh, where, hey, where the price of murder is always high. <laughs> that's what it is right um that's a that was a fucking bold move though uh you were you're a little oh the, yeah you're welcome for that you're welcome for that that is an interesting haircut that is a, you, you've wanted to kill somebody though you wanted to kill somebody this morning i i did yeah i mean listen how close on a, on, on a scale of one to this guy in arkansas were you from killing that guy pretty close yeah yeah yeah, you pretty. Want, you want, you, why don't you tell the crowd what so happened? So listen, here? it's just another example of like people in this town just being not quite right. Do you know what I mean? Like good at their job, things, whatever, sure. but just just off a little bit. A little bit. You know what I mean? Either late or super early, or just not things are sloppy or whatever. It's just a little bit off. So I was supposed to get a dumpster. We're doing some spring cleaning. Yep. And it, they were supposed to come at 9. Yeah. 6.30. 6.30 a.m. 6.30 a.m. Yep. In the dark, you know, I get a call from this really chipper um, delivery guy. He was so loud. I, I could hear you him heard through him? the phone. Yeah. And I believe he said to you, um, I, I'll give you 20 minutes to wipe the slobber off your face. Yeah. Yeah. And his energy was very disrespectful to it's one of these things like these people in order for him to be chipper at six. Yeah. What time did he have to get up? And four thirty five. Four thirty five. And you're in a very small group, small percentage that gets of up at that, that, that time. Yeah. And you know it. Don't act like, oh, you're the weird one. You know it. You're walking around these people that are jogging or go to the coffee shop right when they open. You know you're in a small percentage because nobody the fuck is out. Yeah, I I, I actually have a theory on this. I think they don't know. And and the reason why is people who get up that early, I found in my life and my friends, I I have a few friends who get up that early, who get up that early in the morning, they've always been... Early bird gets the worm. I'm starting the day early. And they, they look at other people who don't get up that early as like, I don't know what your problem is. Listen, and we do have a military, you know, li- military yeah, yeah, yeah. listeners that like, that's just 
how they get the most done. That's they just get up that well, it's early. Also, it's also when you're you're trained. You're training you're right. to get up that early, so and that's when you have to start cool, the day. It's cool, man. It's cool. I believe that our listeners know that not everybody gets up at that time. No, and you can be judgy about it. Go ahead, do sure. it, sure. but don't call someone. Or when you're talking to people, the co- the person, the barista that's making your coffee, like the first fucking coffee they make because you're like waiting outside. Right. Or the people that you encounter on your jog that may be um, walk of shame or something like that. Your energy has to be at a level that's respectful to them. Right. You know, you can't. Hey. Hey, hey man. What's up? I'm just like, hello. I don't even know who it is. Yeah. Because it's a number I didn't call. Sure. Hey, I'm got a dumpster for you. Yeah, it's like, yeah. no, be, be calm, like a hello. You know what I mean? Sure. I'm here. Sorry to wake you. You know, so, something right, like that. Right. Or these people, like, you walk into work. They've already been there, whatever. Hey. Yeah. No. Yeah. You, ha- you have to be at a respectful level until everyone else is, is awake. A, is awake, yeah. yeah. Uh, and no, let no, me I- give you 20 minutes to wipe the slobber. Yeah. Boy, just... I did not find it funny. No, no, no. Uh, what, what was he like in person when you met him in person? He was like, oh, did I wake you? Yeah. Yeah, you did. You did. did. But I obviously was like, no problem. Yeah. Whatever. But was mad. Well, I, liked, he, I like to do the being mad, but being really nice to their face. Whenever you get a three-hour window for something, they're it either going to be... It uh, wasn't. Yeah, yeah, but It was the, nine o'clock that they said. There, but either way, on most of these deliveries and things like this, whenever you get a, a like a window of delivery, they're either going to be an hour fucking early, and you're not going to be either awake or there, or they're going to be super fucking late. Yeah, there is no like I am going to be there at the time I said I'm going to be there ever. Um, chances are they got a bunch of deliveries and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, he probably wanted to knock this one out. He had a piece of ass waiting on him tonight, and that that was what it is. Um, but we, to, to go back to your point of like why it's just a little off in this town, because we live in Wilmington, North Carolina. It's a beach town, um, is what it is. Sure. Beach boating. I'm everybody's from a beach, beach town boating. too, though. Know, yeah. Well, I, and when I've, good. there is, but when I've been in Ventura, it's, it's real laid back. It's real casual. Sure. But you're still, Super you're still in the like LA County. Like you still need to keep your shit tight because you're going to get fucking someone else is going to come. And yeah. here it's like they've everyone's cornered their market. Yes. Yeah. And that's it. And they do as much work as they want to do. And you got to give them two weeks notice for everything. Yeah. Um, <laughs> everything. Yeah. And it's just it's just a little bit crazy. But there was a girl at, that I used to work at a hair salon. There was a woman there that I we didn't get along strictly because like we probably would have been fine. Sure. We didn't get along strictly because as soon as I would walk in, 9.30, 10, it's fine. It's not super early, but that's the, just the beginning of your day. Let me get a coffee. Let me just like relax. She would be like in your face hey. as soon as you, hi. Right. And then really weird that, you know, very, oh, hello. One of those, like you didn't say hi to her. So it's like, hello, Jesse. Oh, yeah. So um, didn't get along with her because of her disrespectful morning energy. Sure. I, I know who you're keep talking about. Keep it in check. I know. But keep it in check, yeah, you guys. I, I because some of us are losers. I, yeah, I can't stand it. Judge me silently, but keep your level. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a night person, too. So it's like, man, I, I cannot get those papers open and, and be energetic and chipper toward your, your shit. Sure. 
Um, so anyways, that was my morning. So it was up two hours before I was meant to get up for my day. Yeah. And it's already been a big day. Big day. So, big you day know, for you. That's the thing. That's the deal. Uh, I, I, look, if you're, if you're in the market for jobs, though, like in a town like this, again, when you've cornered it, you've cornered it and you don't give a shit. There isn't... There's like, a the, place. The, the population here doesn't, doesn't lend itself for like multiple <sighs> fucking dumpster guys. Or, I don't know. Definitely, we need plumbers out here. If anybody is like... A plumber or in construction or like handymen, like skilled labor is but the people that take pride in their work, like I've always said, you know, you show up on time, you, you know, put the booties on the feet before you come into somebody's house, you shower, you fucking clean up after yourself, like boom, you're gonna like go far here. Sure. Just a lot of these towns, uh, again, again, and a lot I think, of like yeah, beach like, towns um, where the living is easy, the sure. laid backness of it. I guess I'm just used, I'm used to my dad who's works in Ventura yep. and he's like one of a dying breed that like is a plumber, has his own business, plumber contractor. But like, those are all the things that I've learned from him where it's like, and he is still so busy. He can't even, he, yeah. you know, like Always even working. him taking the time off that he does now because he's like getting older. He's still like when he's ready to work that week or whatever. It's just crazy. Yeah. And people will wait. They'll they'll wait for him. You always wait for good work. Exactly. Honest, good work that like he won't leave before it's finished. He'll do it exactly right. If something gets messed up or if he sees something else, he'll just fix it. It's not like, hey, well, here we go. Another, you know what I mean? Like just doing the job right, leaving it cleaner than you came. Sure. And giving a fair price. Yeah. You're not going to get the old, sorry, folks, parks closed. Yeah, or two weeks notice. Like, I mean, he does now. But back in the day, it was like he was working. He was up at five well, and older. he was working he's, he's all in, day. In his 60s. Yeah. yeah. So it's like he was up early and he was working all day sure. for what I know. Yeah. So that's where I get that from. And it's just crazy that you're like, there's nobody. I haven't met another person here. Or even out there that like takes that same level of pride, of pride in yeah. something like that. They're always like bigger and better things. Yeah. You know, <laughs> the handyman that wants to be a real estate agent. Get yeah. out of my fucking face. Yeah. <laughs> Do this job first and, you know, with pride and whatever. Yeah. And we'll see what happens with your real estate career. Isn't that kind of the world, though? Everybody's looking for a better job where it's just like, uh, I, it's rare, and that's it's what rare I mean. you meet somebody who actually loves what they do. Right. And they're in it and you're like, yep. oh shit. This and is wants awesome. to be the best and do the best and like create a clientele. Like doing good work. I have a couple people that I've found out here doing good work because they know I'm gonna call them again. That's huge. Or like when I was doing hair, it's like I would give people either a deal or like go above and beyond because they're gonna come back. Sure. And just creating that for yourself. Nobody want nobody wants that. No, nobody wants it. Uh, nobody nobody wants, wants it. it. Nobody wants it. Nobody wants this other job, too, that, that's up, by the way. This what? is, ooh, Jabes. As aliens get, get closer and closer and closer to living with us, because you know they're real, and I'm tired of you denying them, tired of you being an alien denier. I'm not an alien denier. I'm not going to explain my stance again. Okay. Um, but there is a, there is a, a company uh, called AECOM that is looking for flight attendants to take in private aircraft to Area 51. 
which is fucking awesome. Private, uh, so that would be like just anyone who wants to go? What's private? No. Uh, it's, it's for the people who work at Area 51, okay. in and out, back and forth, out of there. Um, they fly them in on this jet. The jet is unmarked. It's got one red strip mm-hmm. on it, and that's, that's it. Uh, I kind of want to be on that flight. I want to. They be would on love that for me to do it because I'm a denier. Yeah, and you. That care. would be a good criteria. Like, oh, she doesn't. She doesn't care. Like, They're we'll looking. It, it says. It says. Are you a Las Vegas-based flight attendant looking for work and able to keep secrets? <laughs> There's a lot wrong with do that. Do you feel positively about working for an airline that sort of doesn't exist? Happen to have top secret clearance with the U.S. This government or think you can snag one? This is not a joke. Um, this is what the classified ad said. And uh, it's, it's Janet's is what they're calling it. It's a class, the, the airline is called Janet. Sure. Because uh, they don't have a name for it. So they made up one. Um, every, uh, people have speculated what Janet stands for because they have no meaning. There's no meaning on the website. Uh, a lot of people say it stands for just another non-existent terminal. So at McCarran Airport in one of the hangars, uh, this fucking plane exists. This is where they fly people in and out of um, from Vegas to Area 51. I would imagine you would have to fly in there to get to Area 51 before you can fly into Area 51. So I'm assuming that's where everybody goes and then they take you to this private terminal. Gotcha. But this also feeds into that story we told a few weeks back where... The, the government was renting out those old foreclosures since there were so many foreclosures in Vegas to put all of those uh, UFOs who had crashed, put all, store all their material so they could get it back to wherever the fuck they were taking it to. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that feeds into that as well. Sure. So if, if, if you have to fly into Vegas to get to Area 51, no matter what, and that was the only place okay, you can fly out of. Okay, that makes sense, yeah. Then this... this all of this is really starting to come together is what I'm saying. <laughs> sure. Yes, no, I know. And I'm amped about it every fucking yeah, day. Yeah. Yeah. Every single day. If I'm I was about it. all those things that they're asking for, and I, I have been Vegas-based before, I would do it. Oh, yeah. Would you? Yeah. I, it's, it's a short flight. Again, because I don't care. Yeah. It's Groom Lake, Nevada. So you, <laughs> it would just be a cool a sh- thing to say. Flight. Like, yeah, I go to Area 51. I go to Area 51. That's what I do. What do you do? I mean, like, I wonder if they speak on that plane. Do they know each other? Do they talk? I'm, I'm endlessly sh- I'm fascinated sure. by this. I'm endlessly fascinated by Area People. 51. And I told you I've gone and they stopped us. Like, it's, mm-hmm. it's real fucking sketch. Right. Um, but I, I, like, I, to get a flight in, I wonder if they're talking on the flight. I wonder if there is no talking. I wonder if they know each other. Have they known each other for a long time? Is that where you fly in and out of to get back to your families? That, and that's what I imagine it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so Again, th- you could not get this job. No, too no. many questions from you. Uh, it would be way I couldn't too many even make questions. It the first flights. No. <laughs> Do you guys know each other? Do you talk? Yeah. What's going what on? What are their bodies Ooh. like? When you when you press the bodies, hey do they guys. go all the way in? Do they go all the Diet way in? Diet Coke. Yeah. Is it gooey? Mm-hmm. Um, that like that. I, I would have a million fucking questions about that place. Also, you're a little bit uh, large. I mean, tall to be a flight. I'm a, I'm a gigantic man. You can't even really fly that comfortably. Let alone no, not in coach. Walk around with like a cart. If I if I'm in bending down. If if I'm in coach, I, like I'm the guy that's that that you're sitting in front of when you and you can't pull your seat back. 
Like that three inches of extra comfort that you want. Can't do it because my knees are pressed up against the seat. And it's just like, hey, man, nowhere to go. Sure. Nowhere to go. Mm -hmm. Things got almost violent on one flight that I was on. Uh, A woman, it was a flight from uh, New York to L.A. And yeah. Can't go back. Br- br- the lady couldn't go back. The lady couldn't go back. And, it's a long uh, flight. Yeah, and it was, uh, for me, it was a last minute flight. I had to get out of there. So like, I got maybe one of the last seats on the, on the plane and I'm in coach and this fucking woman, and they had been on some vacation to Australia or something like that. And uh, I know the type. God, she I was know such a type. fucking cunt. Oh yeah, she talked to the manager every time they went, went, every time they went out in Australia. Yeah. She had to talk to the manager. I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure. So uh, I, I get on, I, I get on this, this flight. She starts to, to try to, she is just raking this thing back. I mean, just, uh, 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 <laughs> and then just, Breathing heavy, right. like looking back through the crack in the right. seats because you know, it was him, him and her, her and, and her then husband. And it goes an inch back and she's like, oh, and, so much better. And she's like, no, it, could, it didn't go back. I know, but like so that's what she wanted. Finally, I said after her like, th- you know, third puff. Like, sure. Finally, I said to her, hey, lady, I was like, look, I'm, I'm fucking six, three and a half. I was like, uh, my knees are jammed up against this thing. It's not going anywhere. The seat's not going anywhere. And she looks at me and she goes, well, I'm going to keep trying. And I go, I, I, at this point, I mean, I was stunned. I was like, what? People get so She goes, weird. I'm going to keep trying. And I go, look, lady, I'm going to be fucking real with you here. And I, and I use that tone because I had lost it at this point. Like, my knees are fucking wrenched. Like, she'd already bashed my legs in 90 times at this point. And I go, I'm going to be fucking real with you here. The only way you're going to try to get the seat back is if you get a goddamn bandsaw and, and cut off my legs, Lieutenant Dan style. Sure. Uh, I'm going to go back to that wide on that. Boom. Right. Lieutenant Dan style here, mm-hmm. because otherwise your seat's not going to be able to, to go back. And she was like, well, uh, you know, I, I, we're supposed to be able to put the seats back. And I go, I, look, I'm I would love for to you to fit. be able to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm supposed to be able to fit. So I was like, stop fucking pulling your goddamn button. And this this is when the husband turns around and looks at, you know, looks at the size of me. Uh, look, I'm a I'm a large man, six, three, six, three and a half r- running about. 205 somewhere in there um and he was like stop he you know he leaned over and was just like stop honey stop um she got the fucking stewardess over oh wow yeah so the stewardess is like i don't what's the what's the problem and she was like oh she's like ma'am he's he's really tall like that's you know and i go and i even offered i go look lady i'll tell you what i'll do i'll switch spots with you so you want to go back you can, you can take my seat and I'll take yours. And then I'll, I, cause I'd love to kick mine back. That would be great. Sure. Wouldn't, wasn't doing that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so she was just like, uh, uh, you know, just huffing the whole fucking way about, and that's a long flight. It's about five hours, about two hours in, I get up to take a piss and she put it back. Yep, I come back and she had put the, put the fucking seat back. I, I and I, I had to get the stewardess. I was like, Hey. I can't get I can't get back in my seat um, because of you. And again, she tried to do the whole fucking I, I was supposed to get the whole fucking thing back and all this shit. And I was like, I finally I, I go, I go, honestly, whatever vacation you were on in Australia, because I heard her talking to somebody else about this vacation in Australia. I go, I bet you you were a goddamn nightmare. And I looked because I'm standing at this point and I because I can't get back in my seat. I'm, I'm looking at her husband and I go, you, sir 
are a fucking saint. And if there is some badge of honor that we could present you for being married to a person like this, I, I, we would all chip in money and give it to you. And like the whole place, the other seats are dying laughing at this mm-hmm. point as they saw what was going on. She's getting more, more infuriated that, that she's such a bitch. And finally, that somebody had called her out because usually people like that don't get called out in everyday life. Right. Usually they're just a cunt oh, every single day has of money their life. And yeah. she's talking to everybody that's working yeah. for her. Yeah. And they all bow down to her. And <laughs> every once in a while. Every once in, and, and so I, w- I was that fucking dude who was just like, now nah, we're done with that today. Like, we're, we're all done. Um, and uh, like afterwards, you know, she gets off the plane. When she stood up, because she didn't, she didn't stand up. So I didn't get to see how tall mm-hmm. she was. She was about five foot two. No lie. But a little bit. Yeah. And I was like, you, the, you, so you're five foot, so you needed to put your fucking seat back? Like, because I'll be real. If I, if I get on a, on a flight and I notice somebody's taller behind me, I'm not going to do it. Uh, that, that three inches means nothing in my life. It really doesn't. And it doesn't do anything, like, at all. Like, that three fucking inches of, like, uh, Oh, there we go. Uh, I am so comfortable. Does nothing. Yeah. Yeah, I just so, feel so I'm like respectful of it. You yeah, know? people on flights just like lose all. I mean, we just turn into fucking animals, fucking animals. I mean, we are being waterboarded in a fart tube. Yeah, but and I that's part of it where we're just all being like slowly water torture for hours. Yeah, yeah. and, and you know, we, and we, we had go our crazy. We had we our experience crazy. in the Atlanta airport. Which was a fucking nightmare. Yeah, but that's not the you know that's I, no, I know. that was horrible. But it's pretty much always bad. Two two weeks later, uh, at J- JFK. Oh yeah, they were they were they was passengers stuck on flights for twenty four hours on the runway, and that's not okay. No, <laughs> like that's great. I would so literally lose my mind. The, the 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 passengers like there was there was fights. And, and yes. like all of this, they were like, oh, there was fist fights and all it's this like shit. Lord of the flies. It, yes. And, and it, cause what happened was it, it got so cold in New York that the wider, the, the water pipes burst, the fucking heat went out. There was terminals without heat or water for 24 hours. Fuck. Some people were stuck in the airport for three days and they weren't letting them out of the airport. Oh God. Um, the people on the no. plane, there was a passenger that was stuck on a plane for 22 hours and they asked him what that what that was like. And he said they let him off the plane once to eat inside the airport. I guess they opened up the restaurants, were taking passengers off their planes into the airport to eat and then putting back on their, their planes. I wouldn't go. No. Why do you have to go back on? I would have left. I, I don't know. Cause like Done. You, you're like call up Delta or whatever it is and totally. be like, not we, doing this. And we went through this. Yeah. Um, ourselves we were getting the fuck out of there like i didn't give a shit about that we went through a tunnel in the dark yeah up an escalator that didn't work the fuck out of there sure we got an uber i'm not dealing with that uber three hours to to our next city and then called the airline and said hey you you guys fucking cancel the flight like you guys fuck this up so yeah um i in no way shape or form when i sit on a flight for 20 hours uh because then you're getting into the territory of that guy over in what was it spain who who opened up the yeah, exit yeah. row. A- exit row. And he got on, out on the wing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were, what, I get what were it. they stuck for, for eight hours or something in the plane? Right. But that for me, too much. Four hours, too much. Like, too much. And I, it's a, I cannot do that. It's a fine, is what it is. So you're, you're not getting, you take know, the fine. I would take the fine. 
Absolutely. Now that I know what it is, if I'm ever stuck on an airplane that long, I'm going out the fucking exit door. Stuck Don't or even care. when we were outside with those blankets in the rain or whatever. Yeah. Um, and that lady was like, no, sir, you can't walk over there. You're like, why not? Like, what are you going to do? Who's, who's to stop me? Find me. I'm walking to a, a terminal where I can get out of here. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, don't, I don't care. Like, if there's no police there, I, guess what? I don't care what your job is. Sure. If you're in a situation like that where everything is, is fucked up. Get the police here and arrest me. And you know what that will do is I'll at least get a ride uh, uh, out of here. A ride in a warm car. And I'll get a nice meal in jail. Come arrest like me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A nice comfy bed to and sleep And it'll in. be better than this. Yeah. Because I've been in jail a few times. It's, it's, it's not bad. Sure. We've all been in the clink. Yeah, not bad. A couple times. For a night, one night in the pokey versus, yeah. versus 20 hours on a plane. I'd do that. Same here. Mm-hmm. Forget it. Not even a question. Not even, not even a question. one question. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't care. So those people who, who lost their shit, it was, I read a few articles who were like, oh my God, these people are fucking... Chaos. No, you're when, already when you're at that point. Oh yeah, you're already at the breaking point. When you when you go through security, you, you're already there. You're already at the breaking point. Then so, and that's what I feel. I'm just like fuck. Like as soon as you get on the plane, you've already been waiting for however long. It's delayed or whatever. Always delayed at least a little bit. You finally get on there. Everybody gets their bag yeah. shoved. Shoves, yeah. Into the thing because they charge you twenty. Like stop charging people so we don't have to deal with that shit. Yeah, it's crazy. So they can just check their bags and we can like all just walk on with our purses and be like, cool, let's do this. See ya. Instead of like, Uh, I can't get it. It's like a full size. And then there's tags to, you know, oh, this doesn't fit underneath the seat. Whatever. You got to. You gotta check it, but we'll bring it back to you. Then you gotta get your other bags down to the fuck shack. And I'm just, I'm. I know it's not uh, groundbreaking to talk about not. air travel, but you're already. But but these, every time I'm just like, oh god! Like I used to love it. These two these two major mishaps and and arguably besides O'Hare, uh, Atlanta and and this because this was JFK. This happened in, so it wasn't like LaGuardia. It sure. was it was JFK Airport in New York, right? fuck it fucking chaos i mean just absolute chaos chaos and uh you know it was chuck schumer who got on there and was just like well you know everything bad happened at once i i, I don't care those don't to, care. to me all of those people were justified and whatever whatever the fuck they decided whatever to they do. decided to do kill other passengers for food because you know they didn't have food on there either no no because so, you run out you run out of food shit you run out of cheese plates on a delta flight like just in general now that you have to pay for your own food and shit um if you're if you're in coach i dude i get on and and they immediately like oh sir would you like a drink no i want that fucking cheese, I want the cheese plate. plate because it's- go ahead and charge me for it because by the time you get around to it, it they'll be gone and now You've it's got, like, like four of them they have four of like the good items yeah. and the rest are fucking gone you're just like i can't i can't deal with it and now it's like um it's scary to get on now it's like scary to get on a flight because you don't know how long you're going to be how in the fart tube. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And now it's like, and there's nothing you can do about it. So you walk on, you're just like, and then as soon as you sit down is when they're like, well, we're just waiting for some paperwork. And you're like, oh, fuck. And this now, is it, dude. If you're like, in first class, you could probably sit through that and be like, all right, great. I'm, you I'm good. could, but you know what? They also let them get off and back on. No. I've seen it before, yeah. <laughs> They'll let them yeah. run and do whatever they it's need the to do. I've to seen ladies run inside, get it's water. The it's the only way to I fly. Know, I know. Uh, and you become Not an that asshole I know. about it. No. Not that I know. Well, but. 
Uh, next, n- next up, um, the fucking Eminem shit, dude, is, is starting to heat up again. What's up? Um, Eminem's album was terrible. Yes. It, it was awful. And I'm yeah. an Eminem fan. Right. I, I was really looking forward to it. He went off brand and we didn't like it. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, he started inviting weird, you know, Beyonce did a track with him. Uh, Ed it's the Sheeran. only one I could handle, but yeah. I, I hated that song. Okay. I didn't like the whole scribbling. I like the hook. Yeah, so do I, but he's scribbling through it. So like he's writing on a piece of paper through it. Yeah, but that's what he did with Stan. Stan, I get it, but it's, you did it with Stan. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, why, like it's not his signature. Why, yeah, why, why go back that route? Okay. People trash that song. They trash the entire album. Everybody universally across the board. He didn't do himself any favors with that bullshit Donald Trump fucking underground garage thing. No. Because again, like we talked about with Oprah, um, you know, running for president, you're alienating half, half of America right there. Right. So you're just telling the 65 million people who voted for him, ah, fuck you. Right. You're not good enough anymore. Right. You know what they told him in turn? Ah, fuck you. Right. His album sales were awful. Wow. His album sales first week were around, uh, around a quarter million, which for him is terrible. Taylor Swift opening week came in at 1.2. Mm-hmm. Uh, Drake, who put out the Shot A album last year, which was just you know boring snooze fest come out with some fucking smackers drake uh that at least that that was over half a million m&m's was was half of drake's album um and and he's blaming it on everybody else like nobody gave it a chance and he released a diss track last night um dissing everybody who dissed his album which is a first interesting yeah so we're alienating them again I, I, don't, I don't know what he's doing. Um, right. So like the same people that you pissed off, you're just pissing off more? No. Th- these are, this was against the critics and the critics only. Okay. So he's saying to the critics who gave my album a negative review, mm-hmm. started naming people my okay, name. Okay. Disc jockeys for radio stations. Right. Um, did uh, they name us or? No, they did not. Ugh. Strange. Strange. I don't think they scared. come after the Jables. They're scared. They're coming after the Jables. No, obviously. They know what's good for him. So he does a diss track, you know, against people who, the critics who hated his fucking album. And, mm-hmm. um, like, it, it's just, it's made it even worse over the last day, which is just like. <laughs> That's not how you do it. Yeah. <laughs> That's not how you do this. First of all, when you come out with, the, with the, the Donald Trump track, again, half your audience is gone. Forget it. They're just not going to listen to your shit because now they know your personal thoughts on politics and they fucking hate you. And that's, that's it. That's over mm-hmm. with. Um, it's kind of like coming out swinging against somebody's religion. Um, if, you, like, if you came out and said, I fucking hate Christianity, same right. thing. You'd lose half your fucking audience. Sure. Um, that, that, that was the first strike going into this album for me. The, the little beard thing. I know I've brought it up before, but he has this little beard now. <laughs> what do you mean? This tiny little beard. That's very faint. It's a very faint beard. Is it flesh colored or is it darker? It's dark. Here's the thing. It's okay. super dark, like just for men dark. Oh, okay. And he, cause he's, look, he's 45. I, I can promise you this under, uh, under any circumstance, any man in this world at the age of 45 has gray hair and more than likely a gray beard. Sure. That, that is, that is fact. You have to color up at 45 years old. Mm-hmm. There is nobody genetically. Or that, not. What? No, or, or not. Or no, not. no, no, no. Yeah, but, yeah. but I'm saying if, if you want to keep it dark and it's not gray, if you want to keep it non-gray, you got to color up. 
You got to mm-hmm. color up in this life at 45 years old. Mm-hmm. Eminem is 45 years old. Therefore, he does not have a dark black beard like that. It looks sure. like it's painted on Microsoft okay. Paint style. <laughs> okay. So, like you, Joey Fatone or something? Yes. Okay. That's exactly what it looks like. So, when you see him in that performance, like especially in the Trump one, which was shot in black and white, and I'm assuming to, to, to mask the tiny little beard, sure. when he starts going out and doing press and performances and all of this shit, this this little tiny beard is now prominent and it's it looks like oh man it, you're too old to be doing that now right and the weird thing is if he shaved he looks younger yeah exactly so there's no there's no reason for the tiny beard and he beard. looks like Eminem yeah like again on brand yes you know who it is yep you know you know who it is do you remember Michael Jackson had that tiny little facial hair oh to cover it up God, and it was like yes. painted on black yeah that's what he looks that's like that's what it looks like okay. Okay. So with, with, with that look, that's, that's strike two. So you're going off brand again where it's just like, hey, man, just shave. You still look like a young Eminem without this, this, this weird little and beard. Just put out fucking bangers and call it a day. I don't, I don't get it. But why he wanted to do this beard, like, you know, <clears throat> is strange. Like, because, again, he still looks like Eminem, like a young Eminem. Just shave the fucking weird mm-hmm. beard. And he does. Look, he looks great, actually. Yeah, and and to to paint this on, like to color that up all the time. God damn that! That takes a lot of work with and like time. a mascara wand. Yeah, like it takes so much work and time. Don't do it. Uh, and, and look, the critics came after him for that. Now, then they came after him, you know, for for his age. Like if you're 45 and you're still rapping about the same shit, you know, when you were 25. So it's 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 weird. Like you should have grown a little bit. Mm-hmm. You should have grown up, or or whatever. On this album, apparently, like he apologized to his ex wife and some other things. Um, but you know, it's it, it's strange, and it's you've. I, I think you've got to change and find a new, you know, I not, not identity, but like realize who you are and kind of keep your shit on brand towards that. Um, because there was a track called White Boy on there. Uh, it was called something else, um, like Regression or something else. But it, the whole chorus was, white boy, white boy, mm-hmm. you're embarrassed to be a white boy. And it's just like, dude, you make a track called that, that you're embarrassed to be white as well, on top of with the other shit of, of going after the president. Right. There goes more of your audience who is just like, bro, I don't want to hear your fucking white guilt album either. Like, uh, the, the whole album was, was fucking weird to me. And I don't know if you can go back and, and get these people now. I don't know if you can go back and get that, that, those fans or if, if he wants to. He's only right. dropping an album about, you know, once every five years. So uh, if Trump gets reelected, what, what is he going to do? He's, he'll be 50 at this point? Yeah. Can, can, a, can a rapper still last at 50? Jay-Z, how, is, how, yeah. Jay-Z is getting close to it. And how old's Dre? Dr. Dre is 50, but he, doesn't have, he hasn't had a new album in... Since 2001. Mm. And that's been the ongoing thing with, with Dre is he's had this album called Detox, right? Yeah. That is, it's essentially like Guns N' Roses Chinese Democracy. It, it's been there for 10, 15 years. For whatever reason, he won't put it out um, or release it. Those who have listened to it, including Eminem, say it's fucking awesome. Right. And he has no reason. Uh, Dre was on an interview yesterday and said that he was still working on tracks for the album and it wasn't dead. Uh, so I, I don't know, but I, I, I would imagine it's the same thing where he's looking at it after watching his documentary, which was fucking phenomenal. He's probably looking at it from the same viewpoint of shit, man, I'm fucking 50. Will kids still dig my shit? 
Yeah. Will they still dig it? And I, I think anything with a, a, a great beat and a strong hook, I, I think kids will dig it no matter what. Um, time and time again, we've proven that a, a good beat in a, in a good hook is really all you need. Yeah. You know, like it's these fucking true. artists who are out now, um, you know, the ones who were able to overcome it, I would think that new Migos track with uh, Motorsport with um, Cardi B and Nicki Minaj, terrible beats. The Migos aren't very good, and I like the Migos, mm -hmm. but Nicki Minaj and, and Cardi B came out, just dropped two fucking massive verses on it, and everybody loves the song because of those two verses, so mm -hmm. there, is, there is occasions, rarely, where you're able to overcome it with two you know, dope rapping or whatever, but uh, you know, Dre's been known for his fucking beats, so I, he, yeah, could, I he just, could drop it. Same with Eminem. Like, yeah. uh, he could do it. I don't know how you get... Now, I, I don't know how you get those fans back. It's kind of like Dixie Chicks. I just keep mentioning him because I want him to know that I haven't forgot about him. Do you know what I mean? Dre, yeah. 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 You, ha you haven't forgotten about Dre. I haven't forgotten about Dre. Yeah, so I nice. just need to keep that out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You definitely haven't forgotten about Dre. <laughs> but, but Eminem is making a, a big push this year. He's headlining Coachella. Dang. Um, and then the Bonnaroo lineup just came out yesterday. Mm -hmm. He's headlining Bonnaroo as well, which seems strange. Those are two different festivals. I didn't think so. I didn't think you could either. I guess they're far enough apart. You can. They are, but, you know, what, what are you then going to do? Lollapalooza in Chicago after that? Like, to me, if, if I'm a concert, like a festival goer like that who travels to festivals, I'd be fucking pissed off. I wouldn't go, I wouldn't go see it. Okay. Um, and we saw we look. We saw Eminem at at, at Coachella. Mm -hmm. He came out during. It was awesome. It was Dr. Dre was was uh, mm -hmm. the doctor yeah. was was headlining that and, one. Um, and he Tupac. was great when he came out. Yeah, yeah. Hologram. We were hologram, at the Hologram Tupac show. Hologram Tupac show. Yeah. Tupac. Tupac. Tupacs. Gosh, if we would have only known, we were at the Hologram Tupac show. You know. I Fucking know. A. Amazing. I know. But he was, he was good at that. So I, I'll be, you know, I'm sure, look, I'm sure his live show will be awesome. He should stay away from the new shit. But um, I don't know how he recovers after this tour is done going forward with another album. Me personally. I think it's, I, 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 I'm, I'm giving up on Eminem. I think it's, I think it's that, that time is over with. Um, for me personally. I, I think Jay-Z is able to transcend because he takes his time. Gets good beats. I, I wasn't psyched that his album was nominated for Best Album of the Year for, for Grammys because I didn't think he deserved it. Mm -mm. There was a couple tracks on that album that I liked. And the things he was trying to do on that album were at least inventive. And it felt like an artistic album where he, he made it for a handful of people, not a fucking mass. Right. Not the mass audience. But it was still, you could recognize it as a good piece of art, maybe a stepping stone forward. Kind of like Kanye's 808s and Heartbreaks, although that album had it like fucking 90 bangers on it. Right. Um, that lived forever. And I don't, I don't think Jay-Z's album will live forever. Whereas Eminem's album, you're not looking at this as like an artistic thing and, and nor is anybody going to go back and listen to this album five years from now and be like, oh man, remember that Eminem Ed Sheeran track? Why don't you throw that on at the fucking house party we're at? You're just not. Sure. You're not going to do it with that. Sure. Um, do you have a crime corner? There was a rumor that, I that you had a crime do. corner. Crime, crime corner. corner. Okay, crime corner. A lot, the audience has been missing the crime corners. We've got a lot of emails for your crime corner. A couple, corner. huh? Do you have a graphic that's going to pop up for, for this? Crime corner. 
Sure. Okay. Crime Corner. Um, so a Florida woman who caught husband cheating uh-huh. takes a dump on the floor. <laughs> she took a dump on the floor? Mm-hmm. And asked the cops, what was I supposed to do? <laughs> you know what I mean? So Brenda Schumann of Vero Beach, where do you think? Where oh, do you Vero think Beach. she lives? Yeah, I know Vero Beach. Um, Florida. Yeah, she lives in Florida. I know, um, I know, I know that. that, that all she those. was arrested last month and charged with aggravated assault and domestic violence. Okay, so let me set the scene. Yeah, did she, did she beat the shit out of him before she took a, took a dump on the floor? So um, she threatened to kill. So she, listen, she went into the house. They're separated. Husband and her separated. Sure. She goes into the house um, and threatens to kill her husband mm. and his girlfriend that's uh, there with him. And um, so the, she burst into the home of her estranged husband early, the early morning hours of December 21st. Happy holidays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and aimed a rifle at his girlfriend yelling, I'll fucking kill you both. Obvious. Yeah. Um, and during a moment of distraction, um, the husband managed to get the weapon from her. And hid in a closet. How, like, what, 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 when you say distraction, what are we doing here? Are we clapping? Are we saying, look over <laughs> yeah, there? Yeah, exactly. Uh, a hey, you're of not going to believe this. Like, what, what, well, what is Well, she's obviously it? super sane, stable. Yeah, 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 of course. Not, of course. not wasted, Goes all of that. Saying. So I think it would be pretty saying. easy maybe to, to distract her. Maybe the girlfriend runs and she, you know, right. something. Were any shots fired? Do we know? Um, yes. So... Yeah. Brenda, um, she refused to leave and proceeded to the hallway where she urinated on the carpet. Mm-hmm. Um, then she moved to the downstairs kitchen, shit on the floor. Great. Okay. Great. Wandered around some more. Yeah. And um, found a second rifle mm. in the house. Yeah. Okay. And then began to shoot up photos and mirrors uh, and Christmas decorations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, with her rampage... Um, let's see, left the, she left the residence still armed with the rifle and Brenda was later arrested at her home on the same, on the same street, uh-huh. of but course. not of before, course um, uh, resisting arrest and, uh, God, these crime corners every time, Javes, you were, yeah. you were d- delivering the goods to the, to the, American I'm letting people. the people know. Yeah. Um, so she said, I found him in bed with a naked chick. Yeah. What was I supposed to do? Take a shit on the floor. What was I, what else was I supposed to do? You tell me. She's talking to the cops. You tell me. Take a dump What on would the floor. you do? I like it. I like it. And then I, it makes me wonder, why do you think they got divorced? Ah. You know what I mean? It's like that kind of passion. Yeah. Um, if you're angry enough to take a shit on the floor. And that's the thing. Like, I don't know if I could on cue. Yeah, take a dump on the floor. Like that. It was, maybe it wasn't planned out, and it was just like, this is what I have to do. So she's peeing all through the hallways. Right, right. Is that what she did? Mm-hmm. Oh, so she, she okay, left. Good, good. She left, as she was looking for the other rifle, she peed all through the hallway. Okay. Found the other, uh, shit on the floor, found sure. another rifle, and then started shooting up the whole house. So, a lot of questions here. A lot of questions sure, here. Shoot. When you start off with, with peeing on the hallway, is that, 
like, are you trying to, was she trying to shit first, you think? Or, or, or was she trying to extend it of like, you know what, I'm going to piss all down the hallway and then shit on the I floor. I think it was a thing of like, you're so mad. Right. And you're just like, you know, you like, just don't know what to do. You're just like crumple up a cup and yeah. like throw it. Hysterical blindness. Sure. Something like you're so pissed. There's nothing to like do. Bang something. So you just shit, shit on the floor. Yeah. And um, you know, <laughs> what else are you supposed to do? And she's right. Yeah, she is right. What else was she meant to do? Oh, boy. Good on So her. anyways, bringing the, bringing the goods, bringing the hard-hitting Crime corner. Stories. Crime corner. <laughs> Crime corner. Every time. It's, it's, uh, it's a gift it's from obviously heaven. Obviously hard-hitting and well-researched. Yeah, yeah. Super stoked on that, James. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Really, these crime corners are the only thing that gets me through the week. <laughs> Uh, the audience was 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 angry because uh, you know they, they haven't they haven't been on the show, and I, I said it, it, was, it was by no design, no fault. Sure, but you only do the hardest hitting crimes, and I want people to know that. Listen, I don't bring you pish posh. No, you know what I mean. I don't in, bring. You bring I, in the big dogs. I bring in the headlines, the headline news, breaking stories. Yeah. Um, things that are affecting a whole community. Shooting up a whole house during the holidays and then taking and a shit on the shitting. floor. Yeah. Um, I, I would say I would say that's the that's the only news story that I need to hear. Yeah, this week, out or of, going forward, out of Vero Beach, I'm sure yeah. it really shook up. Vero it Beach re- down there is yeah, shit gets wild, man. It really shook up that block Spring where those two break. live. Where those two live together. Very close Spring together. Break. I would say maybe move farther away. Yeah. Nah. Why advice. Would you? If I was going to give advice to these two lovebirds, um, Again, yeah. Beach town. Yeah. Beach town. There yeah. it is. A little quite. Yeah. Just. Yeah. Uh, now's the point when we get to the revolutionary figure of the day, shall we? We shall. This one, I, I, I couldn't help it. I couldn't help it this week. It, it's got to go out to Nick Saban. Okay. Coach of uh, Alabama. Interesting, interesting. Uh, Why is he the revolutionary figure of the day, you you might ask? There was a a record that I thought would never be tied or broken, especially in the modern era of college football. Uh, Bear Bryant, the old coach for Alabama, um, back in the day, like way, way back in the day, fucking 90 years ago. Um, Seemed like it. Probably not 90 years, but it seemed like it. It seemed like it. Um, He had won six national championships. Um, which is the record. Nick Saban, after this uh, title on Monday nights, tied him, which is truthfully like hard to, to wrap your mind around. And uh, although I'm not a fan of, of watching that style of football, because it's fucking boring as all goddamn hell. Um, I mean, it is. It is. It, like, we, went, uh, we went to the game. You were with me. We went to the, uh, the very first game of the year, Alabama FSU. Oh, yes. Yeah. You forgot about that. You forgot. I about, mean, I had fun. You with, didn't forget about with, Dre, but you forgot about the with the, the gals. The, I have, and again, I will never forget about Dre. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, but but even that game was, you know, I don't know, twenty three to six or something like that, or it, it was just this slow paced, boring running game where you were like, oh yeah, there's there's some points on the board there, and you definitely won the football game, but this is heavy def- defensive games with no offense are, are hard to watch. Um, and, uh, again, although I don't like that style of play, he is more than effective with it. And, uh, I, in my opinion, and this is, this is a lot for me to say, uh, as an Ohio state fan. Mm-hmm. And, and it is, we've had some great coaches at Ohio state, urban Meyer, 
uh, Woody Hayes. We, we've had two of the finest coaches you could have ever. I, I, I would say, to, in my opinion, Nick Saban is now the greatest college football coach of all time. To win six in the modern era is impossible. Back when Bear Bryant, the guy he tied, was, was coaching, you know, fucking, you didn't have that. We have over 300 colleges in America today. You had you know, maybe 50, 100, something like that. Uh, that, that could actually have a field of football team and play Division I college football. So therefore, everybody was going to one school, and, and chances are you were going to be playing for the national championship or pretty goddamn close to it every time. You knew what you were getting into by going to these, to going to Alabama back in the day and going to these these schools. Uh, today's college is very very different. It, th- there is so much competition that you know you have the the Ohio States, the Michigans, the Oklahomas, the Texas, the Texas A and M's. Like there's a million teams that are up for it. all of the SEC, uh, Wisconsin, the Big Ten. Like there's so many schools up against it every year to win six in this era. Is, is I, I thought it was impossible, and he fucking did it. And especially in this fashion of, again, this, this shitty offense, dumping your entire offense, putting in all freshmen who have never played before in the national championship to try to win a national championship is ballsy. Typically, a move like that goes down in flames. You end up getting housed across the board. Whenever you lose your starting quarterback, who uh, Jalen Hurts for the, the quarterback of Alabama was 25-2, and two in his last two years as the starting quarterback to pull him out of the game and put a, a true freshman who's played 20 snaps in his entire life in college and have him lead you to a national title uh, is not only ballsy, but uh, it says you're, you're, really, you're really trying for that fucking title. Because if you go down, you go down to flames and you end up... I thought, I thought when he put in all of those freshmen, it was going to be 45-0. to zero. And, and maybe he was just going to get him some playing time. Uh, but he wasn't. And he started chucking the ball and going for it and threw the playbook out. Uh, and it was an incredible feat. And therefore, in my opinion, Nick Saban is the revolutionary figure of the day. Because I don't know another coach. Maybe Urban Meyer can do it. Maybe. Um, if, he, if he stays long enough, who could tie that record um, or, or break it. But, but Saban's still coaching. So I think he, he, he will extend this record and be the all-time leader himself. Uh, and that, that's uh, truly hats off. Like I, I talk enough shit about college football and other teams and, and all of that stuff. And uh, I, when, when somebody wins in, in their dominant force in winning and they've won six, fuck five, he's won six titles total, five titles in the last nine years, one coach. That, that's just utter dominance. And uh, you can't help but, but, but tip your hat to him. So uh, to Nick Saban and the Alabama fans, congratulations on a national championship. That was a, a true miracle, in my opinion. I, I've, I've never seen anything like it, and I, I don't think we will again where, where somebody empties out their bench like that and just plays freshman. Amazing. Uh, for Jesse Wiseman, a.k.a. the Jables, crime corner, crime corner. <laughs> uh, I'm Ross Patterson. This is The Revolution. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night.